This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. There are never good headlines coming out of a team that just lost and a team that was just eliminated out of the postseason. But Jenks, doesn't it feel like a massive dumpster fire from Philadelphia? Like the Sixers lost and they weren't even favored to win that series. But yet some of the headlines coming from the Sixers, my goodness, you would have thought that they lost in the first round as huge favorites. Oh, I don't know what's going on in Philly. I think this is a terrible decision, by the way. The fact that they fired Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid doesn't like it, James Harden's thinking about opting out. And by the way, they weren't favored to win this series. I didn't I didn't see a single person, Chelsea, not one person, say, I expect the Philadelphia 76ers to make the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. No one was making that case because – they don't have the lineup to do it. They don't have the talent to do it. So I don't know what's going on in Philly. I think they should probably just blow things up. If you have the MVP of the league, do you think the expectations deserve to be higher? Yes and no. I think that having an MVP certainly raises the level of expectation. At the same time, you do have to have a an exceptional team or a very good team around you. And I don't necessarily think that's the case for the Sixers. And by the way, that Joel Embiid MVP performance that we saw in the playoffs was terrible. I've said this on the show before. His points per game average dropped 10 points from the regular season to the postseason. So you're going to tell me this is all Doc Rivers? No, because Joel Embiid wasn't shooting the ball well. It's not like he he suddenly decided to go away from Joel Embiid. Here's the difference between Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid completely fell off in the playoffs. Maybe he got his coach fired. Nikola Jokic has been unbelievable and has raised his level. I don't know what the Sixers being this disappointing has to do with Doc Rivers when their studs, James Harden was not good and Joel Embiid wasn't good. So yeah, he's the MVP, but that sort of performance didn't carry over into the postseason. Right. And I I should say that the MVP is squarely a regular season award. So it's not like that has a play in the voting for MVP, but still, you would think if you are the MVP of the league that it doesn't matter if you're double team, if you're getting all the defensive attention, that you should still be able to make it happen because we've seen it with Nikola Jokic. It doesn't matter what the Lakers seem to throw at him. And yes, he slowed down a bit in the second half 
uh, of game one of the Western Conference Finals. But still, he already had a triple-double in the third quarter. So it's not like they slowed him down enough to not be a factor. And that's exactly what the Celtics did for the Sixers. When it comes to firing Doc Rivers, do you think that somebody had to take the fall? Because I feel like we see this in the NFL a lot to where a team has a really bad season. And even if it's not the head coach's fault, even if it's just a matter of the roster not having any talent, somebody has to take the fall. Do you think this is the case for Doc Rivers or do you think this is something else? I think that Doc Rivers is a victim of his history because we know that narrative surrounding Doc Rivers, right? He's a guy Mm -hmm. that just can't make it out of the semifinals. He's had a 3-1 lead three times during his career and has faltered, and he has tried to, I think, mitigate some of that narrative, and I think rightfully so because he makes some very good points if you listen to him talk about his history, but there are also times when he has faltered. There's no question about that, but the guy does have an NBA title. He is a guy, if you look at the Sixers metrics this season, they were top 10 in offensive efficiency. They were top 10 in defensive efficiency. So when I see Joel Embiid fall off in the playoffs, when I see James Harden, who is not the James Harden of old, now he was a volume shooter, used to be, and was never the most efficient guy, but he's even less so now, then why is that on Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers cannot shoot the ball. If he came out with some crazy game plan and put the Sixers in a position where they could have won this series but didn't do it, well, then that's on Doc Rivers. But I didn't see that at all. I saw a Sixers team that just got out-talented. And by the way, I'll say it again, no one expected them to beat the Celtics. No one. I didn't see a single person. If anything, I guarantee you, if the Sixers had beaten the Celtics, we wouldn't be talking about what a great job Doc Rivers did. We wouldn't be talking about how great the Sixers are. We would talk about about how this is a massive failure for the Boston Celtics, which to me just points to the fact that this is not on Doc Rivers. Right. I think it's a, a litany of things that happened that went wrong for the Sixers and not just Doc Rivers. But again, I feel like somebody has to take the fall. And also the pattern that we have seen from the Sixers where it's been three straight seasons where they lose in the second round of the NBA postseason, even though Coach Spolstra from the Heat uh, had a quote on this and said, once you get to that level in the playoffs, all these teams are so supremely talented that it's nothing to like hang your head about. It's just these teams Mm -hmm. are just so very good. But let's hear from Daryl Morey on the firing and what Joel Embiid thinks of Doc Rivers leaving the organization. They had a strong relationship. I mean, they're, you know, I have to make tough calls all the time with trades. Um, you know, Joel was disappointed and, you know, be, you know, some of it was he didn't know the player we were getting in the trade who ended up helping us, but he was disappointed in the players that went out. I think it's natural to be very close with the people in the locker room. Um, he was very close with Coach Rivers. And, yeah, he was shocked about the change. And, um, you know, and it's my job to... Uh, help convince him that the new coach is someone that he'll have a great relationship with as well. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so what is your mm. takeaway from this? Because one, I will say, well, at least Joel Embiid didn't throw Doc Rivers under the bus like he did the rest of his team. But <laughs> right. do you, how much say do you think star players should have when it comes to the coach in place of their team? I, it's a good question. I think they need to have some input. I don't think they should. I'm not a fan of players controlling the front office. So I think the, I think a guy like Joel Embiid should absolutely have input. You should say, look, you're the MVP of the league. You're the best player on our team. We're the best players in the NBA. What are your honest opinions on Doc Rivers? And have an honest conversation about strengths, weaknesses, and just kind of a feeling out process. Ultimately, I think it's up to management to make that call because they are the ones that get paid to do that. But certainly the more star power you have, and especially when you've had the year that Joel Embiid has had, where he wins most valuable player, a lot of that has to do with Doc Rivers. That's what that's what's so interesting mm-hmm. to me, too. It seems a little hypocritical where Joel Embiid has an MVP season, right? Best season of his career has been lobbing for the MVP. He finally does it. Doc Rivers gets no credit for that. Fine. But then Joel Embiid completely disappears relative to the regular season in the playoffs. And what do people say? Oh, Doc Rivers. Well, you can't have it both ways. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's either Joel Embiid or it's not. You can't not give Doc Rivers credit when Joel Embiid is doing well. And then when he struggles, you put it on Doc Rivers. To me, that's just a cop-out. So again, yes, a, a player should have some sort of input, but I don't believe that one player should control everything that happens and particularly controls who is the hand-picked head coach because there are other players on the team. And also, when you have a personal relationship with a head coach, it's really hard to see the forest for the trees and to see the bigger picture. For sure. Like, obviously, you're going to build some kind of relationship with them. I think there's degrees to this to where you can't hire a head coach that's not going to get along with your star player. But the same side of the coin You look at teams who have gone too far in that direction. Like, look at the teams that LeBron James has been a part of before this year when he was Mm -hmm. making all of the roster moves and he put on his GM hat and he was bringing in all of his old friends to come play with him in L.A. It just doesn't work out. And that is the biggest star in the game. So if LeBron can't make it work, and I'm not saying LeBron is dumb. I just feel like GM is such a tough position. And you're already being a basketball player and thinking about the minutia of every single game on a daily basis that it's not your job. So I think it is perfectly fine to part ways with somebody, even if your star player 
does not appreciate it. But the other headline coming out of Philadelphia is that James Harden is reportedly looking to opt out of his deal with the 76ers. He has a player option that's coming up. And uh, according to Bleacher Report, Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report, uh, Harden will be seeking a new long-term deal and that he will only, quote, entertain suitors that present a competitive roster and the basketball freedom for the star to be himself. What do we make of that? Well, he's kind of got the 76ers in a vice here because he's going to opt out. And the six, unless the Sixers want a complete rebuild, they're going to have to re-sign him. So, yes, there's a possibility he'd go to the Suns. We've heard that rumor. But what I keep reading is that ultimately, and here's the thing too, is that if you look at Daryl Morey, he's a James Harden guy. He's been in mm-hmm. the front office for a long time when James Harden was in Houston, now in Philly. So I guarantee you what I think will happen is that James Harden will sign a four-year deal, whatever, with the 76ers. Because if they don't sign him, then all of a sudden you've got an MVP in Joel Embiid and you take away one of your primary pieces. I don't think they want to rebuild at this point. So ultimately, whether you think it's whether you think he's worthy of it or not, I believe James Harden is going to re-sign with the Sixers. They don't have much of a choice here, and I think he knows it. And he's got his guy, Daryl Morey. Yeah, that's a good point. He has been his guy throughout, what, the past 10 years, it feels like, in the mm-hmm. NBA. And here's the thing about Philadelphia. It is such a big market that has such voracious sports fans there. Don't you yeah. feel like that they have, you know, they've stuck to the quote-unquote process for so long this team wants a ring they are so tired of losing in the second round so rebuilding i don't think is an answer uh for the sixers for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts